If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. And tonight we're enjoying some Asian snacks. We haven't had Asian snacks in a while. No, it's been a... Yeah, it's been a bit. Partly because of your diet. Which I'm still doing. My Dr. Hyman diet. Yes. Shout out to Dr. Hyman. I should put that in the tags of our show. And spell it incorrectly. Anyways. Anyways. I'm enjoying some... Bubble tea, I don't know what type Brendan picked up. I think it's peach. With um, the tapioca bubbles, and it looks like it's got some chunks of... That's the fruit flavor. Oh, that's the fruit flavor. It's actually chunks of fruit. Or the fruit jelly sugar me do. So. There you go. That was Richard penetrating his drink with his straw. Yes, with the annoying... uh... No, I can't savor this for like the whole show. I have to drink it relatively quickly. Otherwise, my straw will end up being mush because it is a cardboard straw. Biodegradable cardboard straw. They're great things, except for the fact that they're 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 great for the environment. They're just not great straws. I like the uh, silicone ones. I like the stainless steel ones. Yeah, but you can't chew on those. I like the chewy factor. Though you can't chew on silicone too much. You can get uh, stainless steel ones with silicone tips. Silicone tips. Yeah. They're like, you know, the... Oh, I've seen those at the health food store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the um, those cigars. What were those little cigars you see like old men smoking? Yes, the uh, wine dipped Colts. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, they can't they can't wine dip the tips anymore. Why? Because that's a flavored, and it apparently attracts kids to smoking. Wine, the flavor of wine attracts- or rum. Yeah, so they can dip the cigar itself, right? The the cigarello, but you can't dip the tip. And I, I always like that little... You like dipping the tip? You like a good dip tip? Yes. I like a good tip dip. A good tip dip. Who doesn't enjoy a good tip dip? Uh, anyway, um, oh. So, Brendan bought me some... Brought some lime-flavored chippies. Lay's. Potato, Lay's potato chips. And they're Chinese, yeah? Yep. And they're interesting, and they're not, they're not like the... Uh, Hint of lime or lime and sea salt. They're very sweet. They're almost like a uh, like a lime pie filling flavored. With a key lime pie? Yeah. That's a good pie, actually. That's an underrated pie. Key lime pie. That's a good pie. It's got a creamy, limey flavor. Hmm. That's weird. I do feel like there's like a lot of sweetness and not as much saltness in Asian chippies. Or at least Chinese chippies. Yes. I think we decided that Filipino chippies were salty enough. Yeah. That's probably British influence, maybe? Or maybe it's just a Filipino taste palette? Could be. Or it's the stuff they export to us, so they know to add more salt? I don't know. Time for tonight's topic. Time for tonight's topic, which is Disney. I thought we were just talk about Disney, because they're kind of a big, important thing in the world. Yeah, well, they took over... Uh, Everything. Yes. The MCU. Could you imagine if Disney bought DC? The movies, the crossovers we would see. Marvel versus DC. Because that was an old comic thing at one point. 80s or 90s? Yeah, they did a few, cro- they did a crossover. Um, like series or something. Yeah. A limited series. That would be a good movie, DC versus. The thing is, though, like, who would it be? It would be like, what, 
What's the Marvel one? Captain Marvel? She has all superpowers. So it'd be her versus Superman. And DC has, uh, what's that guy? The, um, the Hawk or something? Or the Night Owl? Or the hell he is? Night Owl is from, uh, Watchmen, which is an independent. Well, that was a DC guy who had written all these things and then made his own thing. Kind of copying DC. Yeah, because, like, because the, the, what is it? The Night Owl? Or the... He's supposed to be like Batman with all of his like his bat cave, yeah. owl stuff, his owl cave, his owl plane is you know, yeah, yeah. Except he's a middle aged, you know, overweight, slightly overweight guy. You know, not in the movie, no, but in, in the, the movie, comics. he had buns of steel. It's kind of funny. Could it be like a fat nerd who's a superhero because he's build stuff, and uh, he wore it, had the very thick glasses where the owl thing came from. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So there was a recent news story in uh, June 2022 about uh, a bridezilla, some of the articles say. There's, there's many articles, all the main news services, and some of the less main news services have picked it up. But this couple, they love Disney. Like husband and wife both love it, and they're getting married. They want to get married at Disneyland. 701. So apparently for Disneyland, uh, they do weddings all the time. This is perfectly normal. Perfectly normal for Disneyland, but... Not perfectly normal for weddings. Is it not perfectly normal for weddings? People do all kinds of weird weddings, like get married in the crib and get married on a boat. People do, people do, but they're not those. That's those are the weird weddings, and they're not the norm. So what's a normal we- wedding then? You, you go, you go to your uh, church or outside the church. If it's outside, or um, you you just go down to city hall and get married. I don't think you can get married at City Hall, though. They have to have so many appointments. I remember I, I, I asked when I got married, like, years ago. I was curious. I was like, how that work? Well, you have to get an officiant. But they weren't doing it at City Hall. You had to go find your other officiant for his illegal marriage. Everyone says go to City Hall. I don't think they do that at City Hall. Um, not really at City Hall, but basically you just have to have – you don't have to have a ceremony. You don't even have to say, I do. You just have to sign the paperwork and have it notarized. So anyway – this couple, who uh, I'll say fanatically loves Disney because they got married there, I guess their parents gave them a budget for their wedding and their food. So instead of having food at the wedding, like a dinner, there was no dinner, but they had uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse together for their wedding photos, for like the ceremony and for photos afterwards. And apparently it was like three grand each, said one of the articles, and they got like 30 minutes. So it's a thousand bucks for 10 minutes for each character. And I'm pretty sure that the Mexican immigrant wearing that Mickey Mouse costume is not getting paid much more than minimum wage. I know the costume's expensive, you gotta maintain that, but there's a huge markup on having characters. If I remember correctly, the they're not these are actually trained actors who are playing the characters. They're not just some, you know Sure, but I mean they're still like people working at Disneyland wearing a yeah. costume. I mean, even if they have better training, and how much are they actually getting paid? It can't be that much. No, it's probably $1,000 for 10 minutes? That's ridiculous. $6,000 US an hour? Now, I don't understand the fuss about this, um, unless they didn't tell their guests that they were not having food. They didn't. They, I think they told them something affected like, oh, food will be available. Meaning you can buy food from one of the concessions. Oh, and there's vending machines if you're really hungry. So people show up, they're sitting at tables where food would be. But there was no food. And if it's over a meal time, then... So, ha- not having food at a wedding is perfectly acceptable if people know that's what's happening. I don't think it was uh, clear. I think they kind of took the money from their parents, and there was a budget for food, and they spent that budget on Mickey Minnie Mouse. And Because apparently, 
the aunt of the bride or the groom complained on social media and then others who are in attendance chimed in. But like if I went to someone's registry and I bought them a nice gift, a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks, here's a nice present. And then I go to the dinner and there's no dinner. I might be taking my present home with me. See, for me, it would be, okay, that would suck. I would complain. I, but it is, in the end, it's their day, not mine. I'm not there for the meal. I'm not there for, I'm there to, to witness their marriage. It's the vows that are the important part. Everything else is just window dressing. I wonder if they did their vows in Mickey, Minnie Mouse voices. <laughs> they had Pluto officiating. Did they? I don't know. No, that would cost extra. <laughs> Apparently, Pluto got run over. Did you hear about this? It was at one of the Disney parks. Uh, I think it was the Florida one. It was the other year. It was like when they were setting the floats up for one of the parades, a character wearing the Pluto costume accidentally got run over by one of the floats and died. The guy, the actor died. It's terrible. But it is kind of funny they ran over Pluto at Disneyland a little bit. In a morbid way, yes. It's terrible that he died. It's terrible that this man died. It's Or woman, I don't even know. But it's a little funny that you put on a dog costume and get by a car. There's a certain humor there. Yes. A dark, it's got like a Jimmy Carr kind of dark joke. So Disney was in the news recently as well for a employee's over-enthusiasm uh, for enforcing the rules. Where are we going, <laughs> Where are we going this with is, this? this? Not just weddings that are very popular at Disney. But proposals. I could see the proposal makes more sense. They actually have a proposal stage where you get up and you propose on this stage and the Disney castle's in the background. So they get a nice photo of the proposal. It looks like it's Photoshop, but it's not. (laughs) So this couple gets up on the stage for him to propose. And this employee comes flying out of nowhere, runs up the steps, grabs the ring out of his hand. Yeah. And ushers them off the stage. Why? Because you have to pay to propose on that stage. Oh, they didn't pay ahead of time. They didn't pay. Or they just said, oh, that's the stage you do it at. And yep. <laughs> but the guy took the ring. I would be... Uh, I'd he be gave calling. it back once he got them off, but... Still. Of course, nowadays, all this stuff... This would, not have been, this would have been a non-story 15 years ago. But because everyone is filming everything now... I'm surprised people were filming it, though, because I thought everyone was eating all the time at Disneyland. Any YouTube video you see of Disneyland, it's just fat Americans eating. And Canadians, probably, too. Well, this would have been his buddies who knew he was going to propose. Oh, so they brought some friends along to go on the rides afterwards. Right, okay. So stupid. (laughs) You didn't pay any time. It's like you ruined the moment. You just come and give them a bill afterwards. Oh, you actually got to pay. Here's the bill. It's $1,000. To use that stage? Yes. To propose on it. <laughs> you know what? Not worth it. No. Why can't people just propose <clears throat> their spouses in the doctor's office like they used to? <laughs> Is that how your parents proposed? Isn't that how that happened? Not Well, sort of. It wasn't at the doctor's office, but... <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I don't know if there actually was a proposal. Oh, it's funny. It was, well, I guess I'm marrying her. Got a man up. Guess what? We're getting married. Kind of man up. I feel like people don't man up anymore. People no. are just flabby and complaining. I was at the dog park the other day, and there was some grumpy military guy there, probably around my age, around, you know, like mid-late 30s or 40s, early 40s, hard to tell. And he was complaining how, like, if some of the guys who work for him, if they're, like, too overweight, you know, they're in the military, 
And he's like, no, you got to go. You got to take that hill. It's a training exercise. I can't do it. Oh, I'm stressed out. There's this kind of like soft kind of crappy attitude now with this kind of like regular regular people. And it's even for every work, even IT and office people go, oh, that's hard. I don't know that system. I don't know that. I have to learn that new thing. There's a certain kind of well, man up, learn how to do something, do your job, earn a living. I see that on on the service desk for where I work is that you end up with, oh, I haven't been trained on how to do that. Like it's just a simple part of the Windows operating system. You are a support desk person. Your entire job is figuring this crap out. Right, because I feel like 20 years ago, people be like, oh, I don't know that. Um, let me look it up and try to figure it out. And um, So Bubble Tea, buy again? Oh, de- but Bubble Tea is definitely buy again. Is it Peach? Was I right? I remember yeah, it's I was Peach. Okay. And how was the uh, the chippies? Are they a buy again or are they a no? They're a no. Um, they're too I pers- sweet, right? They're, they're too sweet. sweet. Um, they're good. They were tasty enough, but it's just not, doesn't hit the spot. Would they go into Richard's Master Asian no. mix? Okay. No, they wouldn't because they're too sweet. Too sweet. Okay. So now what are you trying? What's your next this one? This is Graham's Chocolate. Guaranteed oven fresh, crisp, tender, tasty. Crisp and tender. Okay. What, where are they from? Chinese? Um, For export market. For export market. Not labeled for individual sale. Yeah. These were actually a freebie. I didn't actually buy these. Oh, Philippines. Ooh, Philippines. We we have not been let down yet by anything from the Philippines. Every, every snack nope. we've tried. They know their snacks. They know their snacks. At least they know their export market snacks. It's it's good to know that that uh, all that colonialism in the, in the Philippines had a positive outcome for us. <laughs> oh, so these are like little uh, wafers. As a wafer thin. Yeah, so are, they look like uh, graham crackers, except darker. That's why it's called Graham's on it. Graham's chocolate. It's a chocolate graham cracker. It tastes a little bit like the uh, tastes a little bit like the chocolate from Oreos, but but not as strong. Okay. Like uh, no-name Oreos. So an off-brand Filipino yeah. graham cracker is like an off-brand cracker. Mm-hmm. Are these a buy again? No. Okay. It may probably make an okay s'more. Oh, I see. It's not good enough on its own, though. Is no. that sugar on the outside? Crystallized yeah. sugar? Okay. Well, you know what? Um, you can't argue with free at the, the checkout. I still take one of these. They're marked 50 cents, I guess. They, they sell all the little stuff like that. Not for in, the, the not for individual individual sale stuff. Well, usually I think what happens is they have a bigger package of them. They got broken open or you know whatever. So then those ones are free ones, or they actually open up one to give them out for free or sell them at fifty cents each. So yeah. people get to try them. Go, oh, I like that. I'll buy the whole box of them. So yeah, all right. So back to Disneyland. Um, so 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 no buy again for chippies or cookies. Bubble tea is always excellent yep. from the Kinsmart Asian grocery. Yeah. Um. Disney produces some good stuff. Yes, they do. However, I'm not a fan of them as a company. They have a interesting history. You know what I love with Disney when I was a kid? The um, who's the coonskin cap guy? Davy Crockett. There was like the Davy Crockett like um, TV series. I love that as a kid. I love those those pioneering stories. But I never got got it till I was older that he died at the end. Because they show him swinging the axe in the Alamo, fighting yeah. off, you know, the Mexicans. And I never quite understood it. Oh, no, no. He dies as soon as the screen goes black. My earliest memory of realizing there's something wrong with Disney was reading about the Lemming documentary that they did. The Lemming documentary? On Lemmings. So, what, what, is, are, what is the one fact that everyone knows about Lemmings? I didn't know they were real. Are they real? Yeah. I thought it was like a video game where they all walk off a cliff. That's it. The walking off of a cliff. 
But wait, lemmings are a real creature? Yes. I thought they were like fraggles. No, they're real. I'm pretty sure they're like fraggles. They're just made up. So. No, are you serious? Yes, lemmings are real? Lemmings are real. Well, what do they look like in real life? They're rodents. The Lemmings computer game, which was from the 90s. I remember that. Um, was based on this whole fact that everyone knew about lemmings, that um, lemmings used to migrate, and then with the with the separation of the um, you know the, you know their land bridge fell fell into the sea, and the lemmings would just go in mass every few years, go to migrate and just fall go off this cliff. Is that true? Well, it was in a documentary made by Disney. It doesn't mean it's true. They threw. Baskets and baskets of lemmings off this cliff. Why? Oh, Disney did to make the documentary. Yes. Oh, to show it. Yeah. Even though... Live lemmings off a hundred foot cliff. What year was this? 60s or 70s? But that wasn't Walt Disney himself doing it. That was like people who they gave money to make a documentary. Was that the Disney executive said? I murder a bunch of rodents for TV. People will love it. The Disney executives signed off on it. It was also the 1960s, so I mean, people were still like tripping horses for like, you know, ca- cowboy western movies. But that's not okay either. I'm just saying, like, there was a much lower standard for like animal cruelty in the 1950s and 60s. In that same time frame, a white man could murder a black man and go, he was coming at me. Well, we don't need a trial. And I- I'm just saying, the 1960s and 50s, very low bar for uh, cruelty and murder yeah. of animals and people of certain colors. Yes, I know, but it was just sort of the the fact that there was no truth to this, and that they just made this whole thing up out of a whole cloth. There wasn't even there wasn't uh, it wasn't something that it, that uh, was right. thought about lemons lemmings beforehand. But they just wanted lemmings are not that interesting. So because it was actually true, this actually happened. There was a yeah. earthquake and divided yeah. things that happened, and they reenacted it. You kind of go, oh, well, they're reenacting a thing, and yeah. but they just kind of let's make up something with the guise of science. Yes. Which people still do today, in various forms. Yes, um, basically. Documentaries is another way of lying. It can be. Uh, it's propaganda 90% of the time. Are they? Yeah. I, honestly, 90% of documentaries are crap. I just watch nature documentaries where it's like, look, we got the Siberian tiger. It took us two years of recorded camera footage. We finally got it. And you're like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But other documentaries are about like... Uh, although I did like those ones that that um, that guy did, the guy from Kazakhstan, that Borat guy. Those documentaries are fantastic. <coughs> you coughing a lot. Yeah, I had some of my bubble tea went down the wrong way. The last bubble sort of pushed things. Uh, no, but that that guy Borat from Kazakhstan. Oh no, no like I his said, his documentaries are fantastic. Have you seen those? Not all of them are ninety percent. There's ten percent that's okay. I'm pretty sure the Borat one's a hundred percent. I saw the sequel. Those are 100% accurate. I think everything about those documentaries is real. And he actually looks like that other guy, that Bruno guy that did another documentary as well. They look very similar. He also looks a lot like Sasha Baron Cohen, the English comedic writer. Hmm. But you know he isn't because you can't fake that accent. That's right. <laughs> um, for anyone listening, we're horsing around and we do know who Sasha Baron Cohen is. He's a funny guy. Have you seen the second one he did? No, I haven't. I... It's not my type of comedy. Like, I'm sure I would enjoy parts of it. The other parts of it, um, I would probably just feel like I was dying from embarrassment. I love those movies. I watched the second one, and I laughed so hard. And I was ashamed I laughed so hard. But my God, they were funny. Um, I can't watch, like, the anything that has uh, comedy based on 
you know, misunder- deliberate misunderstanding, like it was very obvious misunderstandings, you know, a lot of situational comedy where they basically go and, oh, so-and-so totally misunderstood what this other person was saying and is now doing something really stupid. That's called Twitter. Yes. I will, do I want one of these? Sure. Go Jibarees. Yeah. So, Disney, we like the content, but there is a mixed history. Yeah. And I, I'm glad that we didn't mention all the, you know, anti-Semitism. And sexism and misogyny. And racism. And racism. That's for another episode. But I still do love their movies. Um, though I was reading I was reading. I recently. love the original Aladdin. I love the original Aladdin so much. Oh, their, their animated stuff is excellent. One thing that, uh, that uh, I saw about Disney's, and this is a comment on Disney and the movies. Um, like, and this is with the whole MCU sort of taking over the movie uh, industry. Yeah. Um, last decade. And... The article I read, it was, which was really interesting, was titled, Everyone is Beautiful, But No One is Horny. <laughs> and that's all the Disney films? Yeah. Basically, in the early, um, like, in the first Iron Man, there's, you see the, 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 there's one, you know, almost sex scene, you know, with the reporter. Oh, they are, there's a sex scene. They are kind of like, yeah. they're in the, she's bouncing around them on the bed. Yeah. Maybe they're not in the full yeah. throws yet, but they're. After that, all you get is, you know. Once Disney took over. A lot of the sexy stuff, even like in um, Thor, there were some funny old um, Shakespearean comments. Uh, yeah, that, but, and now that lingo has kind of changed. That is interesting that Disney kind of took the sexuality yes. out of the MCU. But the thing is, you got these great, these beautiful people, and you um, have very little chemistry left. Yeah, because I remember in the, the second Iron Man. Yeah, the second Iron Man movie where he like thinks he's dying and stuff, and he's flirting with Scarlett Johansson. She's sitting on his lap and doing the whole, you know, spy girl thing. Yeah, um, with his watches. You know, what he went over for your birthday, and he's like, uh, it's a whole interesting, you know, kind of moment, a little bit seductive between them because he's kind of interested in her and she's kind of doing the spy thing. But all that stuff stopped once the MCU became yep. Disney. That's interesting. Well, on that note, the Disney uh, castrated the MCU. Basically, it Barbie-fied it. It Barbie-fied it. No one has genitals. Yes, Not exactly. in our movies. You, you have butt cheeks, but that's it. Only butt cheeks. <laughs> this is rated PG. What does that mean? Only butt cheeks. Only butt cheeks. And only in very... Only male butt cheeks. And no lingering on them. <laughs> no lingering butt cheeks. Male only. Thank yep. you, Disney. Oh, well. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Have a good night, everyone. middle-aged man talk thank you so much for listening please check us out on patreon (laughs) woof